And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. Jim's back. I'm Yay! back. I heard you guys did it Domo without me. Arigato. That's right. Mr. Back Roboto. from Japan. <laughs> what, I don't know what you guys did, but I saw uh, I saw some people going, you guys did good. It was fun. Yeah, we were very excited when yeah. we saw that someone listened. Yeah, exactly. And we were kind of was... judging what they commented on by how far into the podcast it was. Thinking, <laughs> they got in 20 minutes. Yeah, they made a reference of something that we said at minute like 45. Yeah, so that means either they just started from there <laughs> or they got there. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. You guys get so hopped up. Mike Mike texts me, um, where is he? I think I have it here. So what's the email that you're talking about? You got a, We got a long, extensive email from one of the listeners. Oh, Sent great. it to like my website, which I someone just put up, but it's not like done. So they just looked up my name and found okay. me. Right. And then the girl who does it forwarded it to me. So it's on my email. I want to read this thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I sent it to your email. I can actually resend it to you right now, so it's on top. Um, he probably tried to send it to Alex Kennedy, but there were way too many. There we go. Podcast letter. Down. Okay, here we go. So, um, yeah, Mike's like, oh, <laughs> this is what he read. I just found this message. No, that's not from me. Oh, that's not you. All I wrote was podcast letter. The, I just found this message below is the girl writing to me. I think. Uh, is this the Jesse? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So Jesse's the one who wrote. Okay, so this is from Jesse. Hi, my name's Jesse, and I'm a big fan of the Metal Me podcast. Um, originally from Carmel, New York, Putnam County, a huge metal and Mets fan. So the whole thing's right up his alley. Um, guy he talks about you. Download, listen to it around 4:30 p.m. Listen to the latest one that was I was gone in Japan and. Alex and Mike was on, um, and he makes a he makes a point. And a lot of Opie and Anthony fans, yeah, uh, he makes an awesome point. He goes, you know, when you guys are in the crew and you talk about how you really got into Jim, you always bring up Howard Stern appearances. Um, blah, blah blah. Yes, these are usually great, but you're leaving out a huge portion of his fans that really discovered him from a different radio show, mm-hmm. and that is true. Yeah. My First real pouncing was Opie and Anthony. And um, this guy even went into, as a member of the Brewer Inner Circle, do yourself a favor and go search (laughs) the following clips on YouTube. Can I tell you, I had no clue these clips were on YouTube. (laughs) Um, Opie and Anthony, Jim Brewer's Sears bomb threat. The first time I talked about that, that I ever did it, it wasn't even a bit. Oh, yeah, wow. was on Opie and Anthony oh, way really? back in the day. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Yes, huge. What oh, scooter cool. ad? That is probably one of the most famous and hard laughing bits I ever did on Opie and Anthony. I, you had I, we were in the moment. Anthony, Anthony was doing a scooter ad, uh-huh. and I just improv in the background and just took over. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it was really funny. All right, another one. Opie and Anthony, Jim Brewer, and concert ads. See, I don't even remember that one. Yeah. But this guy's all hopped up. Oh, well. Opie and Anthony, Jim Brewer going to concerts. Um, 
you know what? I should really listen to this stuff considering now that we did the Chicago Open Air Festival, which we will get to. These could be big bits that you could be using and you don't even remember you did that. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, this is right up my alley. Little League memories? Or what's the tree oh, for? The Little League Memories was really funny. <laughs> it was basically saying, say, all I remember is the line, save my ups, dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then some guy, Mike Krug, made a uh, cartoon out of the bit. And it was really, I said, it didn't matter if you were losing 10 nothing, 11 to 1. You're just like, if the guy is two outs, you're like, dude, save my ups, dick. <laughs> And I was yelling at him, what are you swinging at? <laughs> um, let's see. Opie and Anthony, Jim Brewer, tree forts and dirty bomb fights. Dirt bomb fights. Dirt bomb fights. Wow. I vaguely remember. See, every time I would go on there, I would just, I would just riff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... I knew instead of going home and dealing with the traffic, it'd be much more fun to go on Opie and Anthony <laughs> and stay there till they closed, which was like 6 or 7 p.m. They were done, then I can go home right after that. Uh, Opie and Anthony, Jim Brewer, 4th of July. Is that maybe fireworks in North Carolina? It's, it's about... Mm, Burning down the... I don't know. I have to I have to YouTube all these now to, <laughs> to do all these. But every all I know is every one of these Opie and Anthony bits... They were completely just freewheeling. Oh, wow. They weren't bits. They weren't well-planned out routines. They turned out to be just great stories and improv and stuff like that. Um, Opie and Anthony goes to a massage parlor. I have told that one. (laughs) Opie and Anthony, Jim Brewer's... Oh, yeah, we know that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know that one well. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Jim Bruce stand up live three times. First one was at a comedy club in Raleigh when I was in college around 2002. This is really funny. Um, he said, I brought an ONA sign and started chanting, ONA. Uh, he <laughs> goes, whatever, I was 20. <laughs> Until he actually stopped the show, looked at me, and said, who keeps interrupting? I think he was seriously pissed. <laughs> he might have been more angry back then. I definitely was more angry back then. <laughs> uh, PPS. Uh, I have been to many metal concerts. One of my favorite ones was White Snake, Tesla, Sebastian Bach. Summer, that was the first concert. Zach Watt. Oh, this is what I like. Um, I like how he did this. That was the first concert. But playing drums for White Snake Day was the one Brian Tichy. Mm-hmm. You don't seem to bring up your relationship with him much, Mike. Other than he introduced you to Zach Wilde in the driveway. But that was probably my favorite drumming performance I've ever seen. So when you hear that, do you get jealous and annoyed? Oh, no, 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 no. Because he's my favorite drummer to watch. Your brother? Well. Yeah, he's my favorite drummer to watch. Wow. Like play that's live. A, that's the, you've never said that to me. Oh, God. It's... But as a drummer, it's just a different level. And you know. every, everybody, I always say, I always go like, I know you know this guy who's great, but if you sit in a room and you have that guy play, yeah. and Brian sits down at the same set, it sounds dramatically different. Nobody plays like when drummers go into the studio and then they edit it all and they make it exactly how they want it and they make all the drums as loud as they want it. That's how it sounds the second he plays. Like, doesn't need all the editing. He's wow. like... And you see it. He does these. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to put down other drummers, but you see. No, a bunch just of say drum- what he does. You do a bunch of drummers. They all go and play on the same set in a night, and it's always. It's just a different level. It's a and, visually, he's amazing too. It's like he could all that throw it. He could like, do the showmanship, it, all that. He do the yeah. Tommy Lee twirling, throw stuff, it up yeah. in the air. He used to do things where it's just like this. The entire song, you just see sticks flying all around, and he's tamed it down with that. But he's still like, once in a while, just throw. It oh, that's and... interesting. I I never knew you felt that way about your brother. Oh yeah, he's it's, and his drumming. Like it's, you're Lily, uh, you're very. He's you to being... me. He's the. I just I see other drummers and I go, yeah, they're great. But... You think he's the best? You're about yeah. to say that. Yeah, he's the best rock drummer I've ever seen. Oh wow! Wow! And I think most people see him and think that 
Wow. Yeah, you should see him play. It's like even if it's Foreigner that he's playing with, you still go. Did he play with Foreigner? He played with Foreigner for like ten years. Oh wow. Yeah, but you still watch. Like you think like Foreigner drums. You think that every drummer thinks, "Oh, I would probably get that." No, they wouldn't. And just just <laughs> uh, just for the record, I like how you say Foreigner. I say Foreigner. Foreign Foreigner. Do you say Foreigner? No, it's Foreigner. Foreigner. Yeah. All right, I'm glad it's I got foreigner. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're far away. Yeah, foreigner. Far away. It depends on what part of the country. Foreign country. If you're down south, it'd be foreigner. Fur- <laughs> I'm from Long Island. So it's foreigner. Okay. For- foreigner. If you go to Boston, it's finer. Yeah. Yeah. You see finer last night. I think. How New do you Jersey? spell it? The way F- they spell it. F O R E I. Foreigner. I still hear. I still see foreigner. Okay. All right. That's wow. I never know uh, you felt like that. That's pretty cool. That's the first time I saw you like really compliment your brother and. Oh no! And, I I'll sit. Yeah, yeah. It's and you're being very honest and and genuine about it. That's yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, what'd you think? Of, all right, so Chicago, Chicago Open Air Festival. It's our big mm-hmm. first festival. There's two two things I want to talk about that and last night the Knitting Factory and. The Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Holy crow. That I, I got to honestly say, I'm still getting tons of tweets mm-hmm. that I see That's every great. single day. I, I can't remember the last time I, it's been trickling this far and wide. Mm-hmm. Not that not that I knew Joe's following wasn't that big, but I again it's one of those I just was hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a, it's amazing that people are discovering you, that side. When it's you weird. did it, did you think like, oh, this is a great show? Like this is a great uh is it was it very different than other interviews and stuff you did? Because, oh God, yeah. Because like when I, oh God, yeah. Because like when I always tell you how much I love the show. Yeah, you love, and that's Rogan. like what I love. What you did is why I love the yeah. show. That's the show. It's just a hangout, and you get to know the people really well. I like well. It. And it's you get to do those things where most people would go like, we can't listen to this Kennedy speech for ten minutes, <laughs> but, <laughs> right? But that's what people do when they hang out, right? Right. And it sounds, so it makes it real, right? And. That's what I was always like, you got to do Rogan's podcast. I want to hear you on Rogan's podcast because that's, I want anyone I like, that's where I want to hear them. But also, like, there wasn't an agenda being pushed exactly. by anybody. So it wasn't like, you know, you watch a lot of these interviews and, and it's clear that the person being interviewed has a purpose for being there. Right. They have purpose and they have to sell something. And it, and it comes out as being like, you know, not genuine. Well, I think... I thought that was interesting because I was there to promote our our album, mm-hmm. but I knew yeah not to even not to even talk about it or mention it yeah I'm, I'm like this is just let people get to know who I am yeah. in Joe's world let them know we have a little bit of history yeah let and you them, can tell there were tons of opportunities where you could have exactly. plugged something yeah and I didn't want to plug I, and it would have come across as like. Uh, uh, right, you know? you're right. But I could tell you, that, like three guests after you, I forget who it was. It was on. They went on, and after they talked for a half, a half hour, they go, "Well, yeah, I came down to do this to promote this." And Joe was like, "Yeah." So we start talking. They start talking. It wasn't like weird or anything. He just right. Said, they talked for a half yeah, hour. He, he said, knows. I'm doing this, and that's why he called up and said, and and it just became that became the conversation for a little bit. Yes. So it's not, I don't think it's like insulting or something. To no, be like, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't think it's a sub because that's why you do go on there. Right. That's why, let's not kid ourselves. You go on, I'm not going on podcasts so I can talk a lot. Right. But I was thinking. Joe's that, is different. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Maybe because you're friends with him, it might be insulting to be, like, it might feel a little weird to be like, I this is was, my buddy. I thought it was weird to do it. Yeah. I, I thought it was a weird place for me to go, hey, by the way, uh, I got this album. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not going there. Uh-huh. I. I for years have been trying to hook up with Joe. Yeah, I'm so glad I hooked up with him at the UFC in Vegas. We were in Vegas together. He was there. I was there. We connected. Yeah, and um, and even this podcast, it was hard to get on there. He's booked really mm-hmm. far ahead of time. Yeah, so that I finally got a date. It was um, 
it was just really it was I, I couldn't wait to do it. Yeah. I'll tell you like the, the, the funniest part of it was the when it was like if you had a time machine, what period in time would you go back to? <laughs> and it was like the first time a group of people was colonized. Yes. <laughs> I was dying yes and he, pissed I, myself and i liked when joe was like you know what's your time and i went honestly the first time someone said all right we're gonna we're gonna go to church and we're gonna go to school today <laughs> what <laughs> we're gonna start reading these books what are you talking about man i got yeah. rabbits to eat <laughs> i got huts to build we gotta find a river so we can drink what are you talking about <laughs> what do you what do you mean we gotta organ what oh, yeah. <laughs> read what why are we doing this but I think, like, I was, I was um, reading a lot of the comments, and it seems that you had a lot of Rogan followers who aren't really familiar with you. Right. Yes, and that's who are what now, I Who are now, you yes. know, going, and that's kind of like the, a good indirect Oh, no, that's what, I, that's what I love. Yeah. All his followers now just like, huh, who is this guy? Yeah, exactly. Right. Who is this guy? And little do they know our, our history. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when I, when I used to do, and what I thought was cool that he did he brought up the radio show i used to have yeah mm-hmm. and the radio show i used to have i thought we were see i i guess you always think you're kind of uh putting something out there no one's ever really heard i thought we were i don't want to say the word revolutionary but we were a super big cult and it was the our our lingo was come to hang today's mm-hmm. a hang fest mm-hmm. no politics no religion no pop culture no news we didn't do any news whatsoever and every day was a new we didn't know where we were going mm-hmm. and it became something really really cool and he was one of the greatest guests mm-hmm. uh anytime it had, and then one of his last appearances he just talked for an hour something straight and every i saw the guys kept one and i just kept eyeing them going be quiet and let him go because if someone could talk for an hour an hour and a half straight they better be very entertaining mm-hmm. he was beyond entertaining <laughs> i know that one. and you know what i read a book called dmt and the spirit Mole- molecule and i looked up something online and it was him talking about yes the book and it and i listened to his rant on like this yes. stuff about like the world is the earth yes. is like a big thing and then there's a yes. virus and yes. stuff it's like that's all that's stuff that's kind of from other ideas too yeah but, but i heard him talking about that and that made me go i didn't even know it was your show right because it's a big well thing. no one knows because we didn't when we put it out there we're like this is from a- it's got weird music behind yes. it and stuff so it, yes. it, and he says that and then i start going he did the documentary to that movie right. he did the talking to it yeah. and i looked him up and then i was like later realize he has this guy as his podcast oh he's the same guy from the ufc he's the guy from right. fear factor and right. then i realized that was on your show that clip <laughs> that i used to listen it to. it was such an awesome yeah. amazing because we were all about moments like that we were just getting to know the real person and i love i think i think rogan's revolutionizing it to another whole level yeah and i love it yeah i love it yep I sit back and I root him up. He's. I'd like to see politicians eventually have to go through him. I would love oh, yeah. to go on have to, show. to go through oh, yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And those would be the real debates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those would be the real conversation. We get to know the real people. That yeah, would I think be awesome. it's him that says that they should have debates. Just put them up. Put put them on a stage for like twenty four hours straight and just <laughs> yes. have them talking and be yeah. like, they're not going to be able to follow the script. For yeah. that long, so yeah. everyone's gonna really get to know them. That's and right. That's the only way to really know who you're voting for. That's right. <laughs> and and ask really obscure. Stop with the nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Deflecting. Right. What do you think of abortion? <laughs> uh, what do you think of gays and their rights? Right. All and those questions. Marriage? You know they have the answers prepared for those. Of course. Right. So I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. 
all these. What's your favorite band? <laughs> exactly. Why do you like that band? You know how much yeah, right. that would explain about a person? Exactly. You can tell just by the music. Oh, this guy's a stoner. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can't tell me he's not a stoner. Exactly. Or he's got some major aggression in him. Mm-hmm. Or he's kind of, eh, he's a little, he's a little conservative I'm with that music. I'm not voting for that guy. He likes Culture Club. Yeah. Or like Wham. You know what? He brought up, yeah, he brought up um, uh, Love Shack a little too much. A little too much. Much for my liking. For my liking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we go to Chicago Open Air. Mm-hmm. I get off the plane. What? I, first of all, I was in Japan. I don't even have time. I was. So, I felt so juvenile there. We would go in front of the. We would go to these temples. We were at this temple, right? Mm-hmm. And the people we were with, we were with another family. And with the other family, uh, their kid goes to school with someone who's from Japan. Mm-hmm. They spent it, so we hooked mm-hmm. up with them, and they're like, "Oh, we want to bring you to this temple and business." So we go to this temple, and she's like, "I want you to meet this guy's very sacred, and it's the guy gets rid of any evil in you." Uh-huh. <laughs> so he he brings us in a room. Now we got. I got three kids. They got three kids. We go in this room. We have to line up, do this certain little bow, and all this stuff. They couldn't get the evil out of all of you. No, <laughs> they were having a really the hard time. Any of us. He's like something's not working. <laughs> He's like, Wait a second. <laughs> but here he is, and it's a very small room. Yeah, he did it just for the the eight of us, uh-huh. right? So he starts going. And all I hear behind me is Yes. And they bust out at one time, getting up I'm I'm looking back, giving him the stink it's eye. It's like in church when you're Yo, not... What are you doing? <laughs> Listen, He's going to keep it in you. Listen, I, I want to laugh too. This is, re- this is ridiculous what we're doing. This guy ain't going to get the evil out of us in 10 seconds. Relax. <laughs> but yeah, it's just the culture. It was, it's like someone going here, there's some food and you spit it out in front of them. It's mm-hmm. just like, no, just yeah. eat it and swallow yeah. it and wait a block later and go, that was crap. Yeah, yeah. That was right. horrible. <laughs> what the hell was going on in there? Like, when in Rome. Yeah. When in Rome. <laughs> yeah, so there was a lot of money. We went to this rock garden. Dude, I want to write a movie. We, we got to write, I got to write a movie or something, or sketches. There were all these sketches where we went to this rock garden and I'm pretending going up going, now let me get this straight. You want me to give you 10,000 yen to go look at rocks? <laughs> And what's what, ten thousand yen? Like five dollars, uh, hundred bucks. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm gonna pay a hundred bucks for a bunch of dummies staring at rocks because uh-huh. they think it's sacred. Because some <laughs> idiots walked here in six A.D. Uh huh. Who cares? Right. Who cares? How about we go on there? It's a rock garden, right? Well, we're gonna play guitars. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna walk on there. <laughs> 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 People of Tokyo! She do a concert from the Rock Garden. <laughs> no, we do a concert from the Rock Garden. That's worth 10,000 yen. Uh-huh. Um, so once I came back, I didn't even have time to think. Did Atlanta City Show, Chicago Open Air. Well, you come in at like 5 o'clock and have to be at rehearsal at... Oh, I forgot about that. Four hours later. Yes. And so our first show, I have to say, there's a lot of great things that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh... A, I was a little taken back by the amount of people in front of us. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anyone was going to be there. Yeah. Not that not anyone was going to be there, but I didn't expect it. And then when I looked at the picture, yeah, the stands were... Yeah, that's what, that's what is deceiving. Is like There was a bunch of people in front of us, then a big space, but a lot of the people didn't have those. They were in the stands, right? There were stands. We had... Everyone that came to see us basically had their arms folded... <laughs> with that old like uh, what was the black show the Showtime the Apollo uh-huh. kind of yeah. mentality uh-huh. just sitting let's there going see what like, let's see let's see what this loud and rowdy nonsense is all about yeah I mean we're on a stage with Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. five finger death punch slipknot yeah um bridesmaid um 
I'm so sorry for for forgetting the uh, bride bullet from my Valentine. Oh yeah, yeah. And who's the other one? Who's one other one? I don't remember. I, don't I went remember. to the other stage and saw some of those. Avenge Sevenfold. Right. Not Avenge. They were on the day, day before. Oh, no, Alter Kill Bridge. Switch Engage. Was Alter Bridge the day before? Day before, but Kill yeah. Switch Engage was there. Right. Um, and which I thought was weird. They were on a side stage. Yeah. They weren't on the main stage. We were on the main stage. Yeah. So. I saw the baby, uh, baby metal. What'd you think of baby metal? Well, I, 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 was re- I loved watching it. It was great. But great choreographers. Yeah, I loved watching it. The whole idea is great. It, but I went up in like above the like monster energy drink thing and on the, like a deck and I watched from there and it was hard to, from where I was. It was hard to hear them? It was hard to hear the vocals and actually it sounded like it might have been, the vocals were, sounded like they might have been pre-recorded. I don't know. Something about it. Yes, I, I've seen them online. It looks like, some, so it looks like the one girl sings and the rest is kind of... Yeah. I, it's hard it's, to tell what's going on, tape. but it was, I loved watch. It was so entertaining yeah, to people watch. people like it. It's entertaining. Yeah, I loved it. And I watched Marilyn Manson too and I loved watching that. Where did you watch him from? I watched him right from the side. I walked right down where like they take the wheelchairs and I walked right down there and I just stood there on the side and watched... And how part, was he? It's like seven songs. First of all, every song he has, the second the riff starts yeah it's just a hook it's a he's brilliant he's hooks. got amazing hooks and yeah. he's got a formula down for right i'm gonna come in do this like whispering thing and his screams are yeah those screams are great You're right and he has it's all catchy and then to watch it it's just it's like gross it's entertaining though. Gross. It's entertaining. It's like he looks like he's you know he's got makeup on, and then he starts sweating. He starts right, and he smears it. He's got it. like cuts on his hand. I don't know if he really cut. It's probably fake, but he's got right. he's like bleeding down his arm. It's got it. Of course, got it's bruises fake. on the back of his right. arm. You know. Yeah. But the best part he did was he walked off stage over, and there was just like oh, I saw everyone starting to bug out. Well, th- this like is his the- stage hands were bugging out. Yeah. Well, he security. he went over to right where I was after I left. And he just went over to my cousin and his girlfriend, walked right over to them, and it was just him and them, and everyone came and swarmed over. Oh, wow. But he walked off the stage onto this side thing where there's just, like, wooden chairs set up. Yeah. And this is, like, what I liked about it. It's the stupidest. He grabbed a wooden chair, <laughs> puts it down next to him, he's singing, and he goes, and he just kicks it off the side of the thing <laughs> and walks away. And so I was like, yeah! And he also, at the end of every song, he takes the mic, he just goes... He throws, throws it, it at down. the ground. He gets a new <laughs> new mic for every song, dude. But he throws the mic down like he's pissed that the song I've is over. Yeah, right. I've had Fuck it. Fuck this mic. <laughs> this mic is bullshit. See, I don't know. I love his videos and stuff. I don't know so much of his music, but yeah. everything I heard was a hook. And I, it's catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. And yeah. then Five Finger Death Punch went up, and apparently Manson went over. Did you know that? Oh, he did? You didn't see Five Finger Death Punch? No, because I lied to go to the airport. Oh, dude, this is so funny. You've missed, you've missed Five Finger Death Punch. So I, I've noticed um, they've gotten, they're very used to playing these festivals now. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's very, he's not trying as hard anymore, mm-hmm. Ivan. He's, right. No, br- they're bringing it. Don't get me wrong. Right, 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 right. They're bringing it. But he's more like, He's got like these goofy. He's, he's becoming goofier. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. becoming goofier. Yeah, which I can appreciate. Yeah, yeah. He was doing little jokes. Uh huh. Um, but all of a sudden, and I thought it was shtick because I I saw the one shtick coming up. He goes, "We just came back from Europe, European tour," and I knew exactly where it was going. I knew the next thing was like, "Here comes the USA chant." Uh-huh. And he goes, all I can tell you is, it's good to be in the greatest country in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, I can appreciate all that. I get it. Awesome showmanship. Everything's great. All right, now the crowd's chanting USA. Then, all of a sudden, he goes, I've just been told something by the festival. Uh, they just told me... Um, I, I, what was the exact word? He just goes, I was just told something I can't do anymore. Because uh, apparently somebody that went up before us, not going to mention names, <laughs> but went 10 minutes over the loose set. Now, you people don't know about contract issues and and curfews and all that, but 
All I can tell you is, I don't care what kind of lawyer he may have, my lawyer's better than his lawyer. <laughs> and we're going to do one more song, and they can't kick us off here. <laughs> but he really, they really were pissed. Yeah. Because they cut into Five Finger Death. Marilyn Manson apparently mm-hmm. cut into Five Finger Death Punches. Right, and then time. they would cut into the next one, and then curfews. And you can't, time. you cannot yeah. cut into Slipknot's time. Right, Slipknot is the Metallica of yep. the '90s. Yep. And I saw that the minute, like Five Finger Death Punch had three quarters of that arena filled. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, clearly. This is who's here because I thought everyone would. Yeah. And then Slipknot came, and they were they, you couldn't see an empty space. Wow. Wow. On the floor, on the stands, and n- now I get Slipknot. I'm not gonna lie to you. I still the music. I it's hard f- for me to digest of it. Right. A lot of it. Yeah. There's a couple songs, but the show and the whole concept freaking. Freaking brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. I wish I got to see The guy that. number seven is a DJ. It is the clown. Mm-hmm. There's two guys playing drums. One guy's banging his head on the drum. The, the, the risers go up and down. They spin. It's a, it's a show. Yeah, it's a yeah. brilliant, brilliant yeah. show. And they bring the energy. And it was awesome. It's so, it shows you how out of touch I am. Because I would go like, Marilyn Manson would be headlining. <laughs> oh, God, no. Slipknot would be next. And... Five finger, de- no, actually, maybe five finger. To me, just five finger death punch are so huge. I thought what we saw they would the, be the headlines. Yeah, but see, I don't. This is how out of touch I'm I am. Out of is touch that, too. But when I saw five finger death punch, we were on the ship. I was like, oh, I guess they're pretty big. Then we saw them at that rock on range. Yeah, rock and it was like range. I was like, me oh too. my god, me too. It was the craziest thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen. They went berserk, and there's oh. so many fans. Yes. It was, it was, they were huge. And yeah. then I saw Ivan afterwards and said hello, and it was awesome. Oh, you saw him yesterday? Uh, yes, yeah, at the oh, festival. Cool. So our set, the greatest thing about it was, I'm not going to lie to you, I could tell you, the listeners, uh, my voice was already... Uh, shot from... Not, yeah, it was yeah. shot from the night before, and I should have never done Mr. Rock and Roll. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, because I do Brian Johnson's part, and my part. Yeah. And I could tell when I first went into it, I went, oh my God, there's no pulling out now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the point where when the second verse came, I completely went blank in the second verse. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, we'll see. And yeah, also yeah, yeah. something happened to Joe's guitar. No, wh- Joe's that was bass. the end. Well, what happened was there's a break. And I don't even think this has messed you up. It's like there's a break and then yes. it goes into the second verse. Eric sometimes forgets the break, but then it went right to it. And usually it doesn't even matter whether he does the break or not. You come in right, right at the beginning. That's I thought what it messed be- me up. Okay, it is. And then when you just look back and we're playing and you look back and smile like, and then you start singing. I was like, all right, is he, I have to listen to you now. Are you on yeah. the second line or the first line? And then I go, I hope Joe and Brian are in, both recognize where we are. And I go, I'm going right now and I'm hitting it full on and Everyone kind of went there, and we got back on. <laughs> yes, and we eventually found the way. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was. This is what I loved. We had no. We we didn't have a sound check. No. Yeah, that was. To I me, like, on stage, it was I. What I heard was not good sounding from where I was. It sounded terrible from where stage. I was. Yeah, it was. It was all I heard was me and you me. a lot. Me too. I heard no drum. Like I there was a time I went and Joe and Eric are still like waiting for me to start. Me too. And I was like, no, I'm on the third. Yeah, no, I, I, same thing. So I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear you. I didn't hear the drums at all. Yeah, weird. It's yeah. They need we. And I didn't hear. I didn't hear. I would hear you. And even me, I couldn't. I can hear what was blasting out into the audience. Oh wow! I heard you like. It was you were the everything I, the I followed was you. Okay, <laughs> well that's good. Um, but I saw someone posted a video of Thrash, and I was so relieved when I saw it from the oh thank God from the fan. And I was like, because we lost it once in that song just for a little bit. Thrash? But yeah, it was. I lost it. We wound up kept uh, getting back on. It was the last. Uh, really? 
I don't. No, no, the last uh, chorus when it's like, Step yeah, yeah. Inside. Just for a little, we were a little off, but we got back on. But when I listened to it, again, maybe it was just me. And how do I really know that I'm off because I don't really hear anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I watched the video, it sounded it it sounded big and good. So it made me go like, oh, I'm so relieved awesome. that that's. And this is what good. I like telling the listeners because. I got fascinated when I when I when I got to know guys like Metallica and Alice in Chains and 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 these big bands. You as the audience member, you just see the show and you just think, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. that was amazing!" Right? Unless they're drunk and they're slurring the words and right. they can't remember anything. But then you come off stage, and I remember hearing, you know, Lars going, "Oh, you know, I I didn't like my energy." And I'm like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> what?" <laughs> You know, and we screwed up, but what? Because no, you the, didn't. It sounds so different. It sounds amazing. On stage when you're on it. stage, it sounds completely, completely different. Yeah. So I came off, and everybody was coming up to us. And I'm not going to lie to you, too. There was, so Mr. Rock and Roll and Old School, I thought I absolutely was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. I couldn't, Old School, I, it was horrifying. <laughs> if you ask me personally, um, it was it was horrifying. But it's not how it sounds out there. But it's so when I came off stage, remember the guy who used to um, do the Headbangers Ball? What's his name? Oh, Ricky Matt, uh, Ricky Rackman. Yes. Oh yeah. So Ricky Rackman's going. All right, I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of almost didn't want to like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What the hell is? What are you doing? He goes, I was. I am. Generally blown away. Oh wow! Oh, wow! That's yes, great. right. He yeah. seems like he might even be snobby. Yeah, like, yeah. he is. He's like one of those arm folded guys. Yes. Correct. Like waiting to boo. Correct. Yeah. And he, to the point, he's like, I got this thing in October, and I'm gonna see if I can get you guys on it. Oh, oh that's cool. great. So once Ricky, Ricky has no clue. I was really, I was trying to be cool in front of him. Mm-hmm. Now here is, you know, I've been around a million stars, so I'm like, Ricky, that's wild. <laughs> and when he said, I really enjoyed it, yeah. I was, I was beside myself. That's great. I wanted, and every radio station, bands, other bands, like, dude, that set was sick. See, it's I when I when people say good, I some it's hard for me. I don't know if they're being nice. Me either. And just being like, what are they gonna say, Mike? I swear to God, on the same day I came. And I want someone to just go be honest. Yes, like I don't. I don't want the a fan to come and be like, nah, wasn't that into it? Because I just might be like, oh, that guy's just a dick. Right, this guy's just a dick. (laughs) But I want someone like like Chris, manager Chris, yes, and like maybe like my cousin or someone who knows me to be like. No, it sounded good. These are some things you got to tighten up. Yes. Like, I just like to be like, okay. And I know what we have to tighten up. And I know what we have to do. And also knew, stand-up-wise, I wasn't sure where to go, stand-up, how big. And if I knew we had videos on the side, Uh I had no clue. Yeah. I had these huge videos on the side. If I knew that, I would have murdered even harder in stand-up because I just assumed they couldn't see my face. Right. They couldn't see the bits. Right. Yeah. Now and and everyone said you were so freaking funny and when I was yeah because you can't really hear the laughter because they're so far away. That's what's odd. That's what's odd about it in stadiums is that the people are. I so couldn't funny. hear the laughter, and but now that I know mm-hmm. they are laughing, mm-hmm. they are listening. And when I knew they were listening, is because I would say, "All right, everyone, do this now with your hands." They all there wasn't there wasn't reluctance. Yeah, yeah. Everybody did it. Yeah. All right, give me the everybody would do the haze. Every mm-hmm. it was um for our first show and we were the first band. Yeah. I was very pleased. Great. Yeah. And, and I can tell you this, after playing uh Brooklyn last night, I think that is the beginning of what's going to be a monster. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Don't you feel that? Yeah, I like last to me, night's show. Was I'm awesome. not going crazy, right? No. Last night's show was great. Like I want you to be honest. Yeah. I last night went when this show goes on a big festival, we're gonna freaking murder. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Geico's been around for more than 75 years. Back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. 
So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. More power to you. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. GEICO's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with GEICO, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. More power to you. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. What I thought was amazing about last night is you had, like, the the crowd was really diverse. You had yes. a bunch of really, like, you know, like 20-somethings. Yes, and then you had a people. bunch of guys, like, in their 40s and 50s. Right. And they were all rocking out. They, they were, were all really into it. Yes. It was great. That's what my favorite part was there was a couple guys, there were like three guys there, right? <laughs> and they, their arms were folded. And then... I want, every time I hit the chorus, they look at each other and they give this face like, "Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. dude, yeah. he's real. This is this is really sick." Yeah, yeah. yeah, it takes a moment to see Jim Brewer, the comedian guy from Half Bags, yeah. one of the, and all of a sudden I'm fronting and right. killing it. It well, it takes a minute to grasp, and that's why after last night, what were you going to say, Alex? Well, I was going to say like I think that's like the expectation of you being a comedian yes. is that you're going to come right out and be funny right. and sacrifice the music ends. Yes, correct. You know, and, and I, I don't think that they can understand that the, the songs can be funny and kick ass. I highly agree. And yeah. after the stories yes. to go into a song. Yes. It, it, ma- it makes the song make exactly. sense. Exactly, yeah. Yes. It's great. Yeah. I... It's almost like um, you ever watch like VH1 uh, storytellers. That's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm going for, and it's awesome. It's yes. a, like that's amazing to hear. I came up with a song, however, but then they come into it, and it just makes it more meaningful. And yeah. great. that that is what the stage show when we have the mood lighting, mm-hmm. and oh, dude, you got to get it. We got to do an acoustic part for the beginning of, or or some type of beginning of uh, unexplained. unexplained. Okay, yeah. You know, because I, I, to me, the, the amazing part is that Spanish yeah, yeah, opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when we have that lighting show and that storytelling, and then all of a sudden it's it goes from the couch or, or a couch setting to all of a sudden, boom, you're in the song mm-hmm. with the lights and the lasers or whatever yeah. it's doing. It's, and the video's playing behind us. I'm I'm pretty hopped up what this is going to turn. But into. I'll tell you another one of my favorite parts was, and I'm I'm weird, so you know, it might not be anybody else's. But like when you forgot the lyrics, yes, for, yeah, yeah, like I thought that was great. Yeah, like, I you agree. don't see that. Like no. in, there wasn't like embarrassment no. or I fucked up. It was oh hey guys, like oh what's the what? How, where do I start from this? You know, <laughs> oh wait, what, what, it, it takes you and oh just keep playing that until I figure until I remember the lyrics. Yes. I was like that was amazing. Yeah. Yes. like that was so much fun to watch. Yes, yeah, and, th- it, that's like to me. I go, that's not even a mess up. I mean, it's no. a mess up, but it's not a mess up. No. That's something. A mess up is like we're at different parts of the songs and we continue. Right. Yes, but yes. if we like to go like boom boom boom. boom and as a band, we all could stop, and we know what we're talking about. That that, that just felt those are those loose. are elements of the entertainment that we're gonna bring that I don't think anyone else could pull off. Right. No. It shows that when we it's we're here to kick your ass musically. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be funny. And we're gonna have funny moments, but we're also really loose. And it lets and it they, lets they feel in. closer. Yes. 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 They are now and, part of the. Yeah. And that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So I want from the from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then one more thing. Yeah. And then I'll shut up for a while. No, no, no. no you don't. But uh, I will tell you, like, the opening set, Mike and Bill's, like, one of the best things to see. Because I was watching the crowd reaction. Yes. Every song, it took them at least 15 to 30 seconds to figure out what the song was. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, like, this weird look. And then right at that moment, yes. like, huge smiles of, oh, I yes. know this song. Yes. I think, hi, (laughs) Alex has his uh, son here. Um, I also think, I didn't see the whole set. I walked in when you were on Motley Crue's Mm -hmm. Live Wire. Wire. Yeah. I think you should close with that. Yeah. uh, And I didn't, I also thought I was in a rush. So I was like four and I'm out because there's a guy behind me 
I are you going to do more. a different one for? Are you guys yeah. going to try one different one? We'll like, do. We we have we can do. We have like eight that we can do that we have worked out. So we can maybe even do one more or switch some up. Okay. Um, we should also do. I think I'm going to do. Oh, that's what I was going to say about Chicago, real quick. You you brought up bingo mm-hmm. before we went out there. Just rehearsal. You're like, you know, this might really work, and it would have. It would have. And when I hit, it would have it would have murdered. And when I went to Mr. Rock and Roll, I went, "This is the time to do bingo." Mm-hmm. And I made a bad call, and I went for, "Ah, we're gonna do Mr. Rock and Roll." Until I won't call it a bad call. It's just one of those a learning. Curve. I can't even mm-hmm. tell you. I don't even. Th- I think. I don't think bingo has to be a closer. I think bingo could be middle. in the middle. Yeah, because oh, yeah. that's going to loosen everyone up I and agree. get them. Yeah, I agree. Don't get them into that mood when it's done. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. You're absolutely right. I think that's a, a number four, four yeah. Yeah. song. Yep. Yeah, it's a number four. I like the order we did last night. Mm-hmm. I loved Thrash, Wannabe, Unexplained. The Unexplained. Yeah, then maybe bingo right there. And then bingo, let's loosen this up mm-hmm. a little. And then we still Good. got Dick as another loosen up one. Yeah. That's right, Dick. And we still haven't done. We we, we didn't should do for the Rock. last show. We should do four a.m. Yeah, we should do. The, we got to get one. We have to rehearse that one. Yeah, before. we got to figure that one out. Um, we met this kid last night, and he's gonna. He's a huge Priest fan. Did you see him in the front? Mm-hmm. And I think he's twelve. Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen years yeah. old. Oh, you told me about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you how do you know this kid? I train uh, jujitsu with his father. So okay. I train jujitsu with him. Did you get yeah. beat up? You got a black eye. Yeah, I got a black eye today. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> was it was me? From, I don't know. <laughs> I gave um, him a black eye like two like weeks such, ago. They're, too. they're like such spazzes. Like I get like flying fingers <laughs> and everything. <laughs> you fingered it in your eye. So um, this kid, he's gonna come up and do electric eye next week. So Who we got to learn electric eye. Yeah. yeah, so make okay. sure thir- this Thursday when we rehearse with Electric Eye. Okay. I have the guy, Paul Bond, who who created the um, uh, wannabe riff. He's coming. Okay. He's going to do a song with us. Okay. Wannabe? He's going to do wannabe with okay. us. Um, you know, if he wants to sit in on a, something else, you know, why not in the background or something? Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm, I, I got to say, all this work and all this trying to get on the radio, which we're still trying to do, Sirius is starting to play us. It's it's starting to pay off. Yeah, I can see the promised land. So I have a question. When you yeah, did Mike. your uh, House of Blues tours yes. before, uh-huh. you booked it. You didn't. You booked it as a band, like no, I booked it as Jim Brewer. And okay, so people were with the Brew Crew, and they came to see a comedy show. Correct. And when I did it as the Brew Crew, it was a comedy show. Even the music, none of the music was serious. Right, right. It was full-blown goof. Yeah. So we would do, they would, no matter what the bit was, we'd find ways, they would find ways to score that particular routine. Right, yeah. Um, And then we would do Metallica does, we did Metallica did Gilligan's Island. Yeah. As if it was the song one. Mm-hmm. We did um, uh, uh, ACDC Hokey Pokey. Right. We would do... Um, so it's more like a bunch of bingos. It was a lot of bingos. And we did 4AM. Right. 4AM yeah. was big. We also did I would do the origin of a goat, how Goat Boy came. And it was this really cool... Um, uh, it almost sounded like it, it was a beautiful feeling acoustic style. Of, it, it was just, it was such a great song mm-hmm. that went under it. It was, it was, it was amazing sets. I mean, a lot of it was, just, I'm sure, sloppy and rock, but people absolutely went bonkers. They right, lo- they, and they said, "We never, I never saw anything like this." Yeah, I don't know what. I think this has the capability to be that and then some. But could you... Now, does it change if you go and 
do a House of Blues tour and you say Jim Brewer and the Loud and Rowdy, would that make less people wanting to come? I think the way we do this, this is what I've been saying is an evening with Jim Brewer with special guests and the with Loud and Rowdy and the special guest comedy rock and more yeah yeah hmm. yeah that is the way to bill it right jim an evening with jim brewer comedy rock and more so it's almost like what you were doing but now you have an album behind you and correct you have real scored music i have real scored music yeah and they will be into and just the way i described it last night a lot of those people didn't have the album right mm-hmm. and although there was a lot of friends there and and right. so yeah they didn't have the album and they bought the album mm-hmm. after listening to the songs right they loved uh who's better than us was great i thought oh, who's better great. than us was the yeah. best one yeah absolutely i thought it was it's a great song yeah, yeah. and i thought it's funny, the more I hear, thr- I think Thrash just has to grow. In my mind, I see it as by the time we headline tour, everyone right. is exploding with the Thrash. It's still a great yeah. opener, though. It's oh, a, I agree. It's a great opener. Yeah. It's Did you see at Chicago, there was a couple, there was little groups starting to do a fun mosh? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. There was one on the left and one on the right. The guy, the He's going to be a dick tonight. They uh-huh. were doing a little bit of a thrash. Uh-huh. And also um, old school. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw a little bit of huh. that going on. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> did you keep Sugar Rush off for purposely or did you just forget to put that one no, on? No, it originally was on last night. Oh, it was? Yeah, it I had it on my original set, mm-hmm. but... I wasn't. Uh, I don't. I don't know all the lyrics. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to go up there and goof it up. So right. next week, that'll be our number two song. Oh, cool. And then it'll go into something. I'm gonna have a totally different set list. Right. Right. For next week. Cool. We're gonna have little things, and I'm also gonna do a little different comedy stuff. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be pretty awesome. So overall, I'm amazed that I felt like we were up there for. Longer than we were, I, I mean, did too. Were we up there for over an hour? Yes, we were there over. like an hour five. Oh wow, it felt like it was hour and a half or something. Like I, I felt like it was a good hour and a half, at least at least an hour and a half. You know what? Too long is bad. I agree. I'll tell you, no matter what. You know, the whole night though was an hour forty-five. Yeah, yeah. Between mm-hmm. Brian going up doing stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, your set that mm-hmm. you guys went and did up, um, and then me talking in the beginning and all that, right, yeah, and explain everyone, and then finally doing a set. I it's that was an hour and a half. Yeah, so we're on we're in track. So when we headline, we don't need all these opening things. It's right. you guys going out doing your shtick. It's uh, if I have another comedian, so that's two hour, a two hour show, which is good. Yeah, yeah. perfect, yeah. tight, perfect from yeah. beginning to end. We don't keep you there late. We're not boring you to death. Keep the energy flowing. All right. Yeah. He was uh, funny, the comedian, too. I never saw him. He was funny. I didn't watch him last night. I know I had to prep him because he wasn't used to a room like that. <laughs> <laughs> so he opens for you, too? He opens yes. for you? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he goes on tour with me. So yeah. um, this means people are listening to the show, mm-hmm. by the way. And do you know who's coming to town this month? By the way, if you don't know this, I'm actually doing a, le- a read right now. Ooh. This is read. This is when you know you're coming. You're starting up big time. Axel freaking Rose. Now what? here's a guy who's not only reuniting somehow one of the greatest bands of all time, but filling in for the legendary uh, Brian Johnson. Oh, we know a little oh, bit yeah, about yeah. that, don't we? We know a little bit about that. Yeah. What I'm saying, Axel has to be tired. Um, this is where it's going to. Um, and do you know why? I, I got to be honest with you. I'm tired. Forget Axel. I'm tired. <laughs> I went from freaking Japan. Oh, yeah. Where they're yeah. 11 hours ahead of us. Landed at 6 p.m. Went to rehearsal. <laughs> left rehearsal. Told me we were going to do the podcast the next day. And I said, yeah, I'll see you. And I told him, I was like, we're not doing a podcast. Yeah. There's no <laughs> exactly. way. Exactly. It's like, it's like, there's no there's way. no freaking way. <laughs> the best is the next morning I get up and I get a text for you. Are you up? 
And I'm just like, I, I, so I see it after I took my bath. I see it. And then I was just like, yeah, I'm up. And then I, he's in the lobby of our hotel sleeping. <laughs> you weren't even oh, that's at that right. hotel. That's right. I had no hotel. So yeah. now I do the Atlantic City show. All right. I got to leave my house at two o'clock. I get down there at 5.30. I meet my in-laws for dinner. And listen, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, talking about tired, which will lead to Casper Mattress. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah. Casper Mattress. That is where I'm going. And I'm going to tell you the deal they got going and why you should jump on it. So now I'm in Atlantic City. I do the show, do meet and greet, uh, do the show. Show's over. I have to fly out at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. It is now 11, 11.30. I said, I'm going to go stay at a hotel right next to the airport. I get to Newark Hotel Airport mm-hmm. by 1.30 a.m. I'm in bed by 10 to 2, 2 a.m. I have to get up at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> to get to, I get on the plane. Uh, I arrive in Chicago. I got there at 7.30 a.m. I'm in your lobby at 8.30 a.m. <laughs> Because uh, some crazy Uber, I'm not going to get into that whole crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> and if only you had a Casper mattress in the lobby. Now, that's yeah. what I, you know what I could have really used in that lobby? A Casper mattress. Oh, that would have been great. You wouldn't have had to come up to our room. No, I wouldn't have had to come up to your room last second and sleep on your chair. Yeah. For 15 minutes. Yeah. And I tell you what, when I went to uh, the show, when we finally made Chicago and ended up doing interviews and, the meet and greets, and that was all awesome, and we sold this there. Um, that, too, when I went back to the room, it was finally done. I would have loved to have a Casper mattress. Yeah. In room Can you put that in a rider? You know what? I'm going to put Casper mattress in a rider. That is brilliant. Um, so now, <laughs> It's the most, I don't know if you know this, but Casper mattress is the most I like how you guys are really. <laughs> I really do want to know. All right, it's the most awarded mattress in the decade. Wow! Wow! I just got a new mattress. I, you did? I, think, I actually need why a mattress. Did you get Casper? My mattress sucks. Oh! Now we all bought tickets to GNR. Went to the show. Casper, there's no risk. You can try Casper mattresses for a hundred nights, risk free. Holy! Wow. In your own home. If you don't love it, they'll take it back and refund you everything. Wow. Even the shipping. Free. Let me repeat that part. So you need a mattress. Mm-hmm. Alex needs one. Yeah. The most rewarded mattress in the last decade, whether you know it or not, is Casper. You know what? We need a mattress. I'm going to call Casper. Soon they can hook me up. That's all my wife keeps talking about. I don't even need a mattress. Um... If you don't love it, they will take it back and refund you everything. But I bet you that's never happened. Shipping. No one's oh, ever I not guarantee liked, it. No has. one's ever not liked it. You know what? You're right, Mike. Yeah. It's never been brought back. That's that's why they say that. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, it's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. And just for the listeners of the Metal Me, they're going to give you $50. Towards any mattress purchase. Well, I listen. By going to <laughs> www.casper.com forward slash rock. www.casper.com forward slash rock. And using the code rock, again, go to www.casper.com forward slash rock. Use the code rock and use the promo code rock. Rock and get your 50 bucks off for the mattress that Time Magazine named as one of the best inventions of 2015. Wow, that's pretty sick! That's that is sick. sick. So, 100 go online tonight, look them up. 100 nights free risk, and you don't like it, even the shipping to give it back to you all free. Wow, there you go. Hey, Casper, thanks for believing in us and uh, thinking our. That's awesome. I'll be surprised how many people will look into that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to look into it. Yeah. But we can say, Mike, go ahead. No, I forget. It was something at... Uh, Rock. No. It Us. Was, it was earlier, right in the... We were, whatever we were talking about. I'm you in the lobby. Uh, oh, I was sleeping in the lobby. 
Yeah, I couldn't. I left my wallet there. Thank God someone ran to my to the van. I'm so glad you left your wallet there because now, because I'm usually that guy. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what I have to figure out? I asked Chris for the budget Mm -hmm. of, uh, because I haven't seen a budget. Mm -hmm. All I know is like from Chicago. So I I told him today, like, listen, man, I get we have road manager and this and that and blah, 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 blah. But, uh, I didn't see anything, and we can't go forward unless I see everything, because then I lose trust that way. He's like, no, 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 I get it, totally understood. Right. But that stuff yeah. freaks me out, and now I see how bands get ripped off. I'm not saying I'm getting ripped off. I could tell you with, oh, so you wanted your Casper mattress and the rider, right? If that Now I'm getting my cat, yeah, I'm going to put that in my rider. That comes through the rider. And none of my that's stuff, gonna be your none of our stuff was in the no, rider. I could tell you, none Zero. of our stuff was in the rider. The Zero. only thing that came through. Was Eric's Star Wars figure? What he put a, a little Star Wars figure that he said he wanted in the rider, and we were just like, "There's no way." And he came that and a yo-yo that he wanted. A yo-yo so he played with his yo-yo all day, and I was like, "Where's my creamer? All Where's I our need- hummus? Where's our veggies?" Where- Only I- thing that came through was Eric's stupid Star Wars figure. Yeah, so I want to know. <laughs> I still want to see that budget because sometimes they'll take it out of that. Mm-hmm. We, I get we were catered, but if there's right. money to put in for catering, which but, there always is, but the catering we missed. I missed we missed breakfast and lunch. Yes, so it would have been great to have some celery sticks. That's all. Some yeah. kind of snacks in a room besides yeah. little chips and stuff. But yeah, nothing that we asked in the rider was there. Mm-hmm. So this is a big discussion I have to have with Chris. I'm not looking for green M&Ms, but right. if someone's getting paid to get things and I'm getting nothing, mm-hmm. I'm owing money when the gig's over and everyone else made more money than me. Right. right. I need to see what the budget is. Yeah. That's right. I see how bands get ripped off now because mm-hmm. you go in there like, yeah, man, everything's, uh, you, you know, they're grabbing the checks. They're the ones making the budgets. I don't know. I don't even know how much Kevin got paid. I don't know who, how much anyone... Who's the guy in the room with all the tattoos and stuff? Who was that guy? I don't know. And what was his gig? Like, is he the is he the tech guy? No, like, we didn't have a tech. It was Chris. That's what's weird, is that we were asked if we want... We're going to have a drum tech, but, but Chris did everything. He did everything. Yeah. I mean, Chris was great. At Chris the show. was great. Chris was... He was phenomenal. Great to have him around, and anything I wanted, it was like he was right there helping, yeah. and it was so... It made... It was great to have him there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the other things that were talked about were not there. Right, and so that's just stuff I got to find out about. So maybe he, maybe they're saving by, again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 got some things to say that I'll hold to myself until we hit stop. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you want? Yeah, you hold that. We'll do it off air. Yeah, there's something I want to just. It, yeah. All right. Well, under this, I think yeah. we talked long enough. We caught up. Yep. We did Chicago open air. We're gonna do um, Brooklyn the next two Mondays. While you're listening to this next, uh, we no, already... it's gonna be on tonight. This is gonna yeah, come tonight. Out tonight. Yeah. Tonight we're doing a show, and then the following <laughs> Monday we should be really. Uh, I think your son's ready to go. He's got some headphones. <laughs> he wants yeah. to listen. He wants to be part of it. He wants to listen. Oh my god, he's adorable. <sighs> Say Uncle Mike, big and strong. Uncle Mike, big and strong. Who's big and strong? Uncle Mike? No, he's <laughs> not. Um, awesome. So let's, and then we got we got to get into some goofy stuff next week. Okay, yeah, and we'll get into some more goofy stuff, and uh, we're not gonna be able to do Monday. We're playing Monday, so podcast play Monday night. We'll play, yeah. So we'll have to do Monday in the day if we do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll probably do one before that. Yeah, we'll okay. be all right. Okay, we'll be all right. All right, man. Good hanging out. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. If you're listening, clearly yeah. some people are listening. One guy's listening. We know <laughs> one, one guy's, guy's listening, listening, and he's and he's, he's our listening. favorite guy because he commented on the movie. He loves all the movies we talked about. He was oh, like, great. "I know that you don't call Kiss alive. You call it Kiss Alive, not Kiss Alive One." I'm one of those guys, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he gave me great things to look up on YouTube from uh-huh. the Hopi and Anthony days. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say is when we talk about the like stern, we're not. The only reason we say that is because that's how that's what you we know. really do right. know. Because we fine. came from regular yes. radio to here. Right. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I get it.
Okay, great. Um, so what we learned today, um, casper.com forward slash rock. Code is rock. Get a cool mattress. 100 days. You don't like it. Guaranteed. Oh, someone's coming alive in the background there. <laughs> Very good. And um, Chicago Open Air. When's our next festival? Uh, Roverfest. Roverfest. So we do one more knitting factory, then we have Roverfest. I can't on- wait for it. Roverfest should be interesting. Yeah. All right. We'll see you in Cleveland. We'll see you in Brooklyn. Have a good one. This is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings. Much more. Geico's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. More power to you. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.